This is San Francisco Theater Scene, and I'm Barbara Brewer. Today I'm with Norman G. Norman G. is not only an equity actor acting all the time in the San Francisco Bay Area, but he has his own theater company, the Oakland Public Theater Company. He's producer, artistic director. For a while, the theater was an artistic residence at Mills College. Um, now it is um, at other, in other spaces. He also um, does many other things, such as work with children, uh, producing plays and scripts. And so welcome, Norman G. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, I wanted to ask you about this new project that you're doing right now, which um, is the Richard Wright uh, Centennial. Richard Wright, yeah, Richard Wright Centennial Project. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me a little bit about it? Um, uh, well, uh, this uh, local playwright, Richard Talavera, came to me with this concept. Uh, pointed out that Wright's birthday is, his 100th birthday, is September 4th, 2008. And that it would be nice to do something to commer commemorate this. Well, the idea that he really had in his head, because part of it is you have to kind of reacquaint audiences with Richard Wright, but he wanted to focus on Wright's, the end of Wright's life. He lived in Paris. He died in Paris. He'd been there almost 10 years been there over 10 years. And um, he, his relationship to writing and to other artists and politically, uh, there were just all these things that kind of evolved. He was, uh, he was constantly evolving. And that was something I didn't know about Richard Wright. So there's an incident that, um, that Richard the playwright likes to focus on. And that's this meeting between Wright and a very young James Baldwin who has also decided to come to Paris and he sort of sees Wright as a mentor. He hopes to have Wright as a father figure, but James Baldwin has a very complicated relationship with his notions of father and his notions of what it is to be a writer, uh, to be a Negro writer specifically. He's a little frustrated. He feels that um, Richard Wright has written everything that anybody would want to write at the time. And so what does that leave the up-and-coming writer to do? So he's simultaneously got this love and admiration and this sense of competition and, and struggle. He says something once about wanting to kill the father, that the son, in order to grow up, needs to kill the father. Right. So, uh, so there's a meeting between them in Paris, and that'll be sort of the core of the play, which is what this started with. And then as we started talking about it and started reading, we realized that there was just a lot of material and there was going to be a need to reacquaint audiences with who Richard Wright was and his material. And so that was kind of how uh, this other aspect of the play got born, the reading series, where we're taking writings directly from Richard Wright, James Baldwin, Ollie Harrington, and Chester Himes, all of whom were living in Paris. And so um, what does this reading project or the, that part of it look like? I mean, um, where are you reading? Um... Uh, we'll be reading uh, all over. Every month we choose a theme. And so the focus for that month will be on the theme. Last month it was, um, what was it called? Getting Started, I think it was called. Um, and it was looking at the first impulses of these men to start writing or what it was that influenced them to start writing. This month, October, we're doing Black Boys. Uh, and we're taking a lot of the titles from titles of books or essays or things that they've, one or the other of the writers have written, mostly Richard Wright. So Richard Wright's autobiography is called Black Boy. 
And we figured that's where we could focus on the writings of all these men as they write about how they grew up. But we also found that there were places where there were parallels or places where they are, it's almost like they're having dialogue. And so we wanted to emphasize that. And that's what we're doing with the reading. It's a chance for us to start working this material in a way that we hope to do in the final project. And so um, how many readings will there be? Uh, there will be 10 months worth of readings. Uh, last month, we, last month all we did was a birthday celebration. And so we did that on his birthday. Um, this month we'll be at the library in Oakland. We'll be at one of the branches. Um, we're signing up other places already. We're talking to New College. Uh, we've signed up San Francisco Library. So in December, we'll start doing the series there every month. It's, um, it's growing. And we're looking to have it in theaters. Theaters and libraries are places that Oakland Public Theater has traditionally performed. So we have relationship. It's a good way for us to get to the community. It's a good way for us to kind of take it around and bring theater to the community rather than waiting for the theater, the community to come to us. And so eventually this is going to become something different, a play or? Well, this is, this is part of the research aspect of the play, uh, of the piece, uh, of this whole project. Um, We've been reading. We've been reading a lot of Richard Wright and a lot about Richard Wright. We've been reading the works of all these authors. And this reading series is a chance for us to kind of highlight some of the different aspects. Black Boy gives us that aspect. Uh, next month, November, we'll be doing uh, Go Tell It on the Mountain. And that's the title we're giving it. And it, we're taking it from James Baldwin's book, which is about a, a young man growing up in a religious family and what that looks like. And it, very much reflects his life. But uh, we'll also use that umbrella, that, the, uh, that theme, uh, we'll use that to pull from the other authors. Richard Wright had a very contentious relationship with his family over religion. So we'll be able to kind of highlight that and maybe to start to show how this was a struggle for him. This was a struggle at a very young age, and for some reason, he fought against it. Nothing else in his environment told him to fight against it, but somehow he did. He found his own voice. And I think that's ultimately what we're trying to do, is to say, this is how these people develop their voices, and then these are the things that caught their attention.